0: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. We all look forward to that traditional end-of-year celebration, the Work Christmas Party. If we're lucky, some of us may get to enjoy one this year, but last year it was a very different story. Strict Covid rules banned events and stopped us from mixing socially indoors. But as we approach the festive season this year, it's been claimed by the Daily Mirror that Number 10 held a work Christmas party in December last year. I'm joined by David Bonds, the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor. David, can you explain exactly what has emerged in the last couple of days?
2: Well, it actually goes back to a story that the Daily Mirror broke, which uh, is now over a week ago. They alleged there was not one but two parties in Downing Street. The one which we're all focusing our attention on now is one that took place on December the 18th, 2020, which was, of course, a time when there were strict COVID restrictions in place around people from different households mixing and whether you could have parties or any kind of festive gathering. And then it really took off last night because ITN got hold of a leaked video which appears to show Downing Street officials, Downing Street aides, including the PM's former official spokesperson, sort of laughing and joking about a party that had taken place a couple of days earlier. And so suddenly this gave this story the rocket boosters, because it appeared to confirm that a party did take place after all, because you saw with your own eyes these aides sort of joking about it.
1: And it led to a fiery PMQs this afternoon where the Prime Minister apologised for the offence caused by some of the footage released of aides joking about the party. I can understand how infuriating it must be to think that the people who have been setting the rules have not been following the rules, Mr Speaker, because I was also furious to see that clip. And Mr Speaker, I apologise... I apologise unreservedly for the offence that it has caused up and down the country and I apologise for the impression that it gives. But I repeat, Mr Speaker, that I have been repeatedly assured since these allegations emerged that there was no party and that and that no Covid rules were broken. Now, David, during PMQs, Mr Johnson did seem to flit between saying the party didn't happen to all the rules were followed, to then describing the event as what may or may not have happened. It doesn't look good, does it?
2: You know, it was interesting this morning because, of course, you normally expect a minister to be on the TV and on the radio, but um, and it was supposed to be Sajid Javid, the health secretary, and they were trying to talk about the booster programme and sort of boost the vaccination effort, and yet no minister appeared and, there was silence from sort of Downing Street all morning. And then I think what the Prime Minister tried to do at the very start of Prime Minister's question, so before he'd even taken a single question uh, from MPs, he tried to get onto the front foot by announcing this uh, inquiry, this investigation that would be carried out by Simon Case, the Cabinet Secretary. But then, as you say, also saying that he'd been reassured throughout that no COVID rules were broken and that uh, there was no party. So it did leave a slightly confusing message. But of course, it gave... Johnson you know a way out of all these difficult questions that he was certain to face and he still did face from Keir Starmer about what exactly happened on December the 18th.
1: Now obviously the PM has now announced an internal investigation will take place will that be strong enough to win people over?
2: Well I think there has to be a huge question about that and also if you think where we are now with the emergence of the Omicron variant and the potential risk that poses and the very real chance that plan B measures are going to be introduced. Now, these are nowhere near as draconian or as tough as last Christmas, if they're implemented as, as the government has set out in its winter plan. It's COVID certification for certain venues. It will be sort of probably face masks being worn in more settings than we have to at the moment. And it possibly, and this could be one of the most contentious, is this sort of work from home requirement which could come back. So if the government is going to be asking people to take those restrictions seriously, it's very hard to see that, you know, already you hear people saying, well, you know, if you're not going to take the rules seriously, why should we? So I think it does put them in a really, really difficult position now.
1: Now, you mentioned public perceptions there. There has been a lot of outrage from members of the public. People have been interviewed on radio and TV today who missed out on seeing relatives last Christmas and also those whose relatives died over that period. Do you think Boris is in trouble here?
2: As you mentioned, their families, you know, we should really keep that front of mind, you know, families of people who died or people who weren't able to see loved ones at Christmas who then subsequently died, you know, really, really heart-wrenching scenarios that people found themselves in to then see officials of the prime minister and of the government sort of joking about it. I think that really, really, really upsets people. The government tried to say, oh, this is all historic, you know, we want to focus on what's happening now. But what is happening now is, you know, it's got a very similar feel to last year, even though the measures may not be as quite as draconian. You know, I think people really will find it hard to swallow tough measures when they've seen this behaviour. Of course, it comes on top of a whole load of other things which they feel that the Prime Minister has sort of mishandled. Boris Johnson does seem to be in trouble, but then somehow he manages to extricate himself from these situations. and, And you just sort of wonder whether this one will stick as well though I do feel that there is such public anger about this that you know it could be a bit of a turning point
1: There's more on this story in the Evening Standards newspaper and at standard.co.uk That's The Leader We're back tomorrow at
0: 4pm